I'll drink some more, eat yeah. some. Let's have a good time. Huh? I just feel worse. Well, <laughs> sound I sound like Can Abby I make and a Amanda. comment about parenting? <laughs> yeah. Um, I just feel like this was so valuable for me. Um, I, I, I see this counselor at the Successful Parenting Institute. And I have so much guilt about just wanting to be, like, not mess up my child, you know. And um, she told me the most profound thing. Children are so forgiving and so um, they can rebound. You know, they're so resilient. And when you mess up, like, and I do this. When I mess up, I admit it. Absolutely. And I ask for forgiveness. Yep. I point yes. out what I did wrong. Mommy should not have raised her voice. Yeah. I did not handle that. I lost my temper. Mm. I'm very sorry. Will you forgive me? Mm -hmm. Right. And that has saved me every time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that no, is, I think, yeah. I think that's, that's just right. an extension of true leadership uh, is recognizing that you're human and that you don't always have it together. Um, and you're setting examples so that they one day will, when they mess up, Acknowledge well, it. Acknowledge it. Absolutely. Take responsibility for it Absolutely. and ask for forgiveness. Yeah. How we interact. That's the only with way I can get through because yeah. how we interact with we our mess kids up every is day. how they are gonna what right. they are gonna become. Right. Which is a lot of pressure. But if we're just humble and vulnerable with our kids, like that's such a a, a not a way out, but it is relief. Um, it's a relief to know that they can handle it. As long as we're like, mommy screwed up and I'm so sorry. Yeah. Let's, I'll do better. Let's do better. Brent likes to remind me that it's inevitable. We're going to do something that right. is, quote, traumatic or right. impressionable yeah. on our children. Yeah. Damaging. Whether yeah. it's positive yeah. or negative. And it's, you're not the only one. I've screwed my kids up. Like, being <laughs> a teenager. So it's inevitable. When I'm a, I'm a single I mean, mom, so I feel like the but, weight of the world is on me. Like, uh, right. I, Right. Have to be perfect. And, right. You know. It's, but, but you're not going to be. But what that's the thing. Like, doesn't actually, need a perfect right. mom. Yeah. And that's kind of that's kind of the relieving thing is that you're not going to be perfect. But the best thing is that you acknowledge that you're not going to be, and you're going to admit that to him. Like, that's that's a beautiful thing. Like because, because you it, know that when it teaches him grace, up, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. It does. It yeah. teaches him grace. Yeah. Um, which is what we need to have with, yeah. you know, so other people in this world. Right. I need yeah, to sure as shit have more Absolutely. grace. In, and dear God, let people have grace with me. Because, yeah. um, is this like a question and answer? If, sure. Hey, if you want to, if you got some questions. I do. We may or may not have some. Why do you reality? think women are so hard on themselves? Why do you think they put themselves up against each other versus like a man that who doesn't? It's that damn Eve. <laughs> I think I personally think society has created it to be that way that we that this world is made up of just comparisons and like over you know stepping on each other to get ahead. I feel like that. But why aren't men like that? Well, because I they are. I think they've always been in that they primary are. role. Like yes. Women, when they left. When it became more socially acceptable to leave the home and to take a position somewhere outside of the home, they were basically told, well, you're supposed to be able to do this. Yeah. But why are we so judgmental on so each said, other? Okay, well, I will be able to do both of these things. So then what happens is if that person's not doing it, then 
well then I'm doing the better job. I feel like we st- I feel like that might have been the teetering teeter edge. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of it has to do with the the way the social norms have yeah. come about. Well, but there's there's this competitive uh, nature mm-hmm. right. in yeah. life. Like we raise our kids to be the best in their on their sports team. Right. Like you're competing against this kid. Mm-hmm. Or this team um, in school, you're competing for the number one spot academically. You're competing for the spot in that elite educational society or whatever it is. Like we want to be the best. And so there's this pressure to be that. And women especially like because our roles have changed so much in the last, I don't know, 50 years, whatever it is. Um, we're like clamoring for this, these spots, right? Or this like climbing up the, the ladder and it's not the easiest it's not been the easiest thing for us and so we are constantly not only competing with men but we're competing with other women for those roles and the same thing about the guilt like it's because we are comparing ourselves to what this woman over here is doing instead of what we feel called to do instead of what we feel like we were created to do um so there are there are a lot of things going on but it really boils down to we need to do what we were called and created to do yeah. um, and not worry about the woman next to us. So, like, even though I think I'm created to sing like you, I'm really not. <laughs> right? Right? I love your singing voice. I love your singing voice. And your thumb mic. I love your thumb mic. Nobody rocks that thumb mic like you. Seriously. I just think that I could sing like you guys, and it's I have that jealousy and... Just it, it, the guilt that I that I can't bellow like y'all. Shame. So I, the shame. Thank you. Thank you so much. I just met you and thank you for bringing that up. The shame of not being able to bellow. I guess I, I was gonna say I think that our society has made that worse in a lot of ways for women and and probably men too. I mean, or social is media. That, that's what I'm oh, yeah. It's because yeah. of social media because mm-hmm. it's always about looking at what everybody else is doing and right. they're showing their highlight reels and right. I was like. It was talking about like adoption and how, you know, for every, every smile that you see these kids mm-hmm. online that they have that like, there's like, thank you, ten more, ten so more like tears behind closed right doors because mm-hmm. there's trauma and that, mm-hmm. that is the, like the safe place, like you were saying earlier, <laughs> to like go of it. And, and, and the point was that like, it's really easy to look at a highlight reel and look at somebody's life on yeah, Instagram yeah. and say, man look at their kids they're so cute and they're so happy or look at like they have it all together like oh my gosh like you know I, like somebody said the other day how are you a single mom and you have it all together i was like no i don't really i mean instagram might think that i do but like we ran out of toilet paper the other day i mean you know no you don't and i think that's the thing is like you have to remember that like everybody's showing their highlight reel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. right i feel it, like just for that reason we've got to be able to do will you follow me Yes. You got to show the real, yeah. right. the truth. Yeah. Yeah. I misspelled a word exactly on my Christmas card and yeah. I sent it out. Yeah. You sure did. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> Please tell me it was I your remember. last name. I hope it was misspelled. No, it was. I don't know how you would selfie. I think it was, and I had the marketing girl at my office do it, and I sent it out or I printed it, and I'm like, that word spelled wrong, and then it has pictures of my dogs' asses because <laughs> they couldn't sit down, and I'm like, well, this is what's going out because you know what. This is my life. And I misspelled a word, and I am not reordering these because I'm not paying more money, and I can't get my kids 
all together again and like act like they like each other. So and that's okay. a lot of money. Yeah. It bridal. really is okay. <laughs> we yeah. just need to support each other and you right. know, like we can all rise to the top together. It's yeah. not mm-hmm. trample on someone's shoulders right. and step on their head and to get to the top. Like yeah, we all community over We all need to lift each other up. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and I feel like I, if we were all more honest, it would help mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And my mom gets so she's has has anybody done the Enneagram? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, so I'm a two. Shocker. What is it? Enneagram. It's this heathen. No, I'm kidding. It's actually I'll do a podcast on that. Personality stuff. I would be so good. It's like a personality. Okay. I'd be so scared. But it's really good. I'm a two. My mom, I wasn't going to tell her what she was, but she took the test, and I think she's a, whoever's the facade, is it a three? Uh-huh. Where do you? Where is this? What do you? It's the Enneagram. Oh, it's an Enneagram. You if you if you no, haven't ever heard right. of it, I look guess. it up. But be, I have a feeling like that zero? we'll probably oh, come up. Zero. We'll, we'll zero probably is not an Enneagram number. <laughs> <laughs> we'll probably talk about it on an upcoming episode. I'm like, Mama, that's. I mean, I'm all about connection, and if I know somebody's struggling yes. and feeling inadequate, then I'm going to show you my child naked in the backyard tackling a chicken. Yeah. Here's the thing. I've learned, I'm learning still, I've noticed that um, when people are re- when people are pulling you down and tearing you down and they just, like, make little nicks into you, it's it's their own insecurity. Oh, yeah. It is. It has it absolutely, absolutely nothing to do yeah. with I mean, you. It's just a chance for them to diminish their insecurity, to forget that about their own insecurities. Absolutely, and the best thing you can do for me is either ignore it or just bring in compassion and say, you know, and and address it and just say, hey, I'm, you know, I'm so sorry that I made you feel that way or you thought that way. Let's go have coffee or. That person probably needs some wine, wine or yeah. some of your cats, something else. They probably need liquor. Right, they probably need something very hard, like liquor, 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 or a wiener, shots, or a wiener, or a wiener, a very hard wiener. A wiener, a very Okay, we're gonna say bye bye again, and then we're gonna eat some more. So on that note, bye bye, bye bye. The Lady Bits Podcast is created and produced by me, Amanda Holloman, and Abby McGee. It is recorded in Wilmington, North Carolina. Our sound engineer and graphic designer is my hot husband, Brent. Web design and music contributions are by Abby's also hot husband, Todd. The theme music is recorded by us and our very, very still hot husbands. Special thanks to Beta Radio for the use of their recording studio and to Millie Holloman for the images that can be found on our website and social feeds. You can find us at theladybitspodcast.com.
ass, like number one. And so we pull over. Luckily, Megan was supposed to meet us, so we're like, Megan, where are you? Was this like last week or like? And she was like, Megan's like, I'm like down the street, so she buys a gas. So I have to buy a gas can and get gas. And I'm sitting there going, Oh my god, I'm gonna pee. So I ran. And and Abby goes, Where are you going? I'm like, The bushes. You could have just knocked on their door. Best thing ever. And I heard Abby going, oh my god, Christy's peeing in the bushes.